Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR. You're listening in on 8.55am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au online. This week on the show, we are talking to Tanya Diong, who is the founder of Creativity Australia, and we're going to be talking about their social inclusion program with One Voice. It is a collection of choirs held around Australia that help bring singing to those most disadvantaged by disability, mental health and other situations. We're going to be talking a little bit about what the programs are, who they benefit and how singing can help improve the lives of people all around Australia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Could you please introduce yourself for our listeners? Absolutely. So I'm Tanya Dion. I am a soprano and social entrepreneur, and I'm founder of Creativity Australia and the With One Voice program and also Creative Universe, Creative Innovation Global, singing group Potpourri, and a whole lot of other ventures. I'm a bit of a serial social entrepreneur. <laughs> Wonderful. It sounds like you um you wear a lot of hats. Um, yeah. So what is the With One Voice program that you help coordinate and run? So, yeah, so Creativity Australia produces the With One Voice program and we deliver it now in five states um, in 20 different locations. And fundamentally, um, our goal is to build a healthier, happier, more inclusive nation. And we use the Life Changing With One Voice program to do that. So what the, the With One Voice program does is it bridges the gap between people who are experiencing disadvantage and those more fortunate. So it brings together haves and have-nots, doctors, lawyers, teachers, with people of many diverse backgrounds and faiths, including people who are suffering from depression and disabilities, job seekers, migrants, and just people who are generally lonely and isolated and who through a weekly singing program, which is what With One Voice is, experience incredible neuroscientific benefits of singing, which we'll talk about further, share supper, and then we have an incredible innovation called the Wishlist Program where people can make wishes to one another for what they need in life and then people start putting up their hands and granting one another's wishes, which could be anything from finding jobs to proving resumes, learning the internet, uh, having a friend to walk to the station with or having their will done (laughs) or even marriages. We've even had marriages. People have made wishes to find partners and we've had marriages, so we're not a dating agency. Wow. Um, So what, what does the program mainly aim to achieve? So our real goal is to bring together people who are very diverse and to help people to feel connected to one another and build bridges between diverse people rather than build, you know, putting up walls between one another. So we aim to improve understanding between diverse people, to improve connections and people's sense of belonging to something that matters 
help people to improve their well-being, their self-esteem, their confidence because the choirs perform regularly in their local communities, to build skills, teamwork, other skills, leadership skills because each of the With One Voice programs has a voluntary team and to generally create a sense of joy and a sense of oneness um, and connection with others. And of course, one of the other real goals is to help people to improve their brain function. Um, because singing is extremely important to people um, of all backgrounds and all ages, but particularly as we age, it helps to connect the neural pathways in our brain in different ways, particularly when we sing with other people. And you might have seen, um, I've done a TED talk called How Singing Together Changes the Brain. And in that, I talk about a lot of the research that is going on in, in globally that shows that particularly when we sing with other people, we get smarter, healthier, happier, more creative and heal people from depression, help people to stabilise from Alzheimer's, improve them from strokes, uh, help people to recover from depression and so on. So there's an incredible amount of evidence that improves your memory, language and concentration. <laughs> it's like a super wonder drug. Yeah. Um, so how can music and singing help? influence people who might be experiencing things such as mental illness, disability, or just even general disadvantage? Well, particularly, so singing on your own is, is fine, but when you sing with other people, it's particularly helpful, and all the research shows that. So in particular, it helps people with mental illness um, who not only through the, the social connections and the support that they get from the With One Voice programs, but the actual their actual brain um, neurology, their neuroplasticity of their brain changes as they sing more. So it's extremely beneficial to people who have mental health challenges. And we see a lot of people in our choirs who end up um, going off their medication and remitting from their mental illness, particularly depression and anxiety, just from feeling part of something that really matters. In the same way, people who have disabilities, this is something that anyone can do. You know, it's not like a sport. When we sing, we can be in a wheelchair. We even have people, actually, who come to our choirs who can't speak or sing, but they mouth the words, and it's very moving. And they just feel, you know, that they're part of, again, part of something and feel a sense of belonging. And then generally with disadvantage, there's so many lonely and isolated people, and there's a growing epidemic of loneliness and social isolation that is sweeping the nation uh, as people become more and more connected to their devices they become less and less connected or capable of really interacting as much in human relationships and so these sorts of programs really help people to at the end of the day we're social animals and we don't just need social media we actually need to touch people and, and be hugged and to feel that we're being seen and we're being heard and this program does that in a, in a really profound way. Yeah, so it sounds like that connection can be really beneficial to people. Have you had any um, like feedback from any studies done? Like I understand that Swinburne sort of came in and evaluated the program. What did they find? Yeah, so they um, basically found, so, so there was some research done with Swinburne and Beyond Blue um, that for example, showed 98% of With One Voice choir participants experience less stress, 91% improved social bonds, about, I think it was about more than 80% of people had reduced anxiety and depression, and about 70% of people uh, 
showed a greater understanding of diversity and improved skills for both work and life. And there's, there's a lot more research results from that, but it was groundbreaking research and we're very, very happy to, <laughs> to have that research completed and to be able to show potential supporters and donors. Yeah, those... The only way that we actually continue to operate is because we have a lot of philanthropists who are seeing the benefits, the life-changing and life-saving benefits of our programs. Yeah, those statistics are really quite amazing and I, I think they probably reflect um, more about like the, the benefits of singing in neuroscience, I guess, worldwide in research as well. Yeah, I mean, it's quite, quite um, profound in terms of what we're learning about the brain as well and, and the important things. Of course, dancing is also very good for your brain, but a lot of people who might have a disability can't necessarily dance. So singing is one of those things that, you know, you carry your voice with you wherever you go. And our voice is not only our human instrument, but it's the language of our hearts. It's how we express ourselves and communicate with the world. Yeah, yeah. So what... through computer taps, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what do participants who have been a part of the program have to say about its impact on their lives? Life-changing, um, inspirational. I never realised that I'd be able to have so many different and diverse friends that life... And they've, a lot of them have made lifelong friends. Um, they feel supported. They feel um, part of something. Um, a number of participants tell us how they've gone off their medications and not, not in a, you know, a foolhardy way, but because they feel healed. Um, they feel um, they've got something that matters in their lives. Many of the participants that, whose lives who have been healed by the program then volunteer to be on the voluntary committee of their choirs and then they start to build skills and some of those people actually then start to to get jobs through... Um, not only feeling better, but the skills that they pick up through the choirs. So it's really profound in that sense. And we have a lot of diverse participants, more than 45 nations represented in our choir programs and people aged 9 to 90. So, you know, you get and you get all different faiths sitting next to one another and it's with one voice. Yes, we celebrate many unique and diverse voices and we come together as one, one humanity, one voice. There is no more us and them in a sense. It's like we are one, literally. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. So it sounds like they not only help with the physical act of singing, which is obviously therapeutic in itself, but also just with connecting individuals to their community and giving them something to look forward to. That's right. So it's, it's much more than... So there's obviously the neuroscience of singing, which is, you know, really beneficial and well-proven, but there's also the social connections and the whole emotional well-being of people that is stimulated and improved through singing with others um, in these programs. Yeah, so you find it sort of has both those effects on most participants? Yeah, pretty much anyone. Uh, You know, I go along, I could be having the most grumpy day and I walk in and within five minutes we're singing together and you pinch yourself and you just think, what is, you know, what is, what am I grumpy about? Here's all these people who are, you know, a lot of people who are experiencing very difficult lives and they're all here with a smile on their face and we start singing together and you just realise there's, there's a much bigger picture here around our common humanity. Yeah, so... Of that. Yeah, do you have like a, 
a positive story or connection that sort of stood out over the years about how it's influenced a person's life? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I might tell you the story of Annabelle. So she's, I think she's about 30, I think she's just turned 30 now, but she joined the choirs when she was 26 and she has cerebral palsy and she'd been looking for a job for six years and you can imagine what it's like when you've got a disability, how much prejudice there is. And so when she came to the choir and she heard about the wish list, um, she straight away made a wish for help with her resume and one of the senior executives in the choir helped her with her resume and she then managed to get a job in a call centre for people who were employing people with a disability. But instead of really choosing to understand her, they let her go right on eight weeks once they got their subsidy and, of course, she was devastated by this. And she came back to choir and she was in tears and she made another wish to, to get another job. And what happens with our wish list is that people make these wishes and they're read out at the choir rehearsals. And then people put up their hands to say, well, I can help you with this wish or I can connect you to someone who could help you, you know, grant your wish. And so that particular night there happened to be a small business owner there and she said, look, Annabelle, give me a call. And Annabelle called her and she said, look, I'd like to employ you as my admin assistant and marketing assistant. So Annabelle then worked for that lady for three years, which, of course, was the longest she'd ever held a job for. And not only did that give her an incredible sense of belief in herself and a sense of belonging and a lot of her, some of her, you know, a number of her mental illness, you know, and I wouldn't say she has mental illness, but, you know, some of her issues around her own lack and deficiency vanished in that period as she gained and found more of herself. And as a result of that, she then started running the Wishlist program at the With One Voice Melbourne Choir, where she is a member of. And she started to help grant the wishes of those who were less fortunate than her. So she helped one of the girls get a, a scooter donated, and, who was another disabled person, and, and just so many other things. Well, then, because she was earning money, she started to be able to... Um, afford enough money that she could start to sponsor the participation of some less fortunate people in the choirs. So the way the choirs work is people who have a job or, you know, have some funds pay to be in the choirs um, works out about, I guess, $12 a week, about $500 a year. And then people who are less fortunate pay more on a sliding scale of what they can afford. And um, so what happens is we encourage the more fortunate people in the programs to sponsor the places of those who are less fortunate. And so more and more people, you know, start to do this. And so it's wonderful when you see someone like Annabelle who started out as, you know, being in the less fortunate group of people actually being in a position where she really wants to help those who are less fortunate than her. And you get to start to understand that circle of reciprocity. Yeah, that's a, a really wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, I guess to talk a little bit more about yourself, when did you first start getting involved in the music sort of scene? Like when did you start uh, learning an instrument or anything like that? Look, I started learning piano when I was at school and then when I was uh, 14 we could start having singing lessons at school and I always had thought I had a fairly strong voice. And so I asked mum if I could start having lessons and I always did a lot of sport as well and she said, I'll wait for a while. But I really was keen to do this. So I went round to a girlfriend's house and she had been learning singing and so I asked her if she could teach me a song she'd been learning and we sang it a few times together and then she could play the piano. So she played the piano and I sang and the end of that 
she said I should never bother having singing lessons. I wasn't good enough. <laughs> and, of course, you know, if I had $10 for every person that had told me a similar story to that or how they were told to lip sync in the choir or, that you know, they should just focus on their instrument or sport because they couldn't sing, I would be extremely wealthy by now. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's very unfortunate when we're silenced in this way. So... I believed her and I thought, well, at least I can do backstage in the school musical and I did, you know, the props and so on. And then finally in year 11, I auditioned for the chorus of the musical Oklahoma and to my amazement, I got the lead role. (laughs) Of course, I hadn't had any singing lessons, so I started having singing lessons and this became a defining moment in my life where I started to realise that, you know, this is what I really wanted to do and I still had that little voice in the back of my head, you know, that you're not good enough and so on, but... Gradually over the years, um, I've come to believe in myself more and more and I started to perform all over the world, um, both I sang with the opera company in Victoria and then I have a group called Potpourri that has performed in more than 40 countries around the world. Released, I've released 10 CDs. I'm doing a lot of solo singing now as well. Um, and not only that, I do a lot of speaking and, and speak to people about a whole range of different things from creativity and innovation to building inclusive communities and how to manage the rapid change that we're experiencing um, at the moment due to acceleration of new technologies and what to do about increasing inequality. So um, I guess I've used my, my musical talents to expand my own understanding of how the world operates and to really help me to help others to not be silenced and to find their unique voice. And I'm very much of the belief that, you know, together we can change the world one voice at a time. You know, we all just have to reach out a hand um, to someone and even if, in fact, it's better if we reach out a hand to someone who's quite different from us and and we find that actually they end up, we share this common bond of oneness and humanity um, and then we start to feel grateful for what we have and it's from that place that you can really make a difference to others. Yeah, it sounds like you're super positive and involved in your passion of music and now you've sort of been able to draw in your desire to like help others and become a community person. So it sounds like you've, you've got the best of both worlds almost. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm, incredibly, I'm incredibly lucky with, um, you know, being able to have brought together all of the things that I like into a number of different organisations. So now I've got, you know, the With One Voice program and Creativity Australia, but then I also have my speaking and, you know, my group Potpourri and I run this big innovation conference and all of these things link to one another. So I think, you know, when you're really, when you unlock more of your potential and unlock more of your true authentic voice, as a human being, you, you're then able to, to manifest intentionally, um, you know, more of what the life is that you want to, to have and also how you can then make a significant contribution to others and, and the communities where, you know, where you can make an impact. Yeah, so on a personal level, how has working in this area affected you and influenced your life? Changed my life. Mm. <laughs> You know, working with and sitting with people uh, like Beth, for example, who's also got cerebral palsy, but she's totally confined to a wheelchair. She can't feed herself. She can't um, really do do much. But 
she comes to choir every week. She's so positive. She's laughing. She says, this is the highlight of my, my week. She knows the words of every song off by heart. I don't know even how. <laughs> mm. And um, and she might not sing known tune or, you know, in time, but she's just so thrilled to, to be there and to just be part of this. And you pinch yourself and you just say, I'm... I'm so lucky and I can make a difference and so I need to make a difference and I could be Beth and she could be me. And the wonderful thing about Beth is she, she makes a lot of wishes as well for, you know, for example, she wished to come in a maxi taxi on her own instead of coming with her carer and now she comes independently to the choir. Every week she wishes for one of the, the gentlemen in the choir to, to feed her supper because she doesn't have enough male influences in her life and they take it in turns and then she wished to... Um, stand in public so we got a contraption made and she stood in front of us all. It was the first time she stood in her whole life. I started off I guess by seeing the disability, you know, the wheelchair and now I just see her, you know, and I think we all do and it's the same with everyone in the choir. You just start to see people as a reflection of yourself um, and that's how it's changed my life and it's influenced me to just continue to make a difference as much as I can to you know, to continue uh, to expand the With One Voice program throughout Australia and reach as many people as possible, help change their lives. And now we're empowering communities all around Australia with our social franchise model, which means that anyone who can meet our criteria um, can start a With One Voice program and be mentored by us in different communities around Australia. And we also have some seed funding grants which are up to $10,000, um, which we've um, got because of the generosity of our philanthropists, to enable um, communities to start with One Voice programs in areas of need to change and save lives on a weekly basis. So they're open at the moment as well, $10,000 grant. So spread the word, everyone, www.creativityaustralia.org.au. Um, and, and if you're really passionate about changing your community, this is a really great way of creating wonderful social inclusion. Yeah, I guess um, following on in terms of like making a difference and everything, what do you hope to see in the future in regards to the With One Voice program and I guess the future of the music industry and mental health in Australia in general as well? So as, as regards our future, we've got about 20 programs in five states at the moment and our goal is to have 40 by the end of 2020 using this social franchise model and mentoring and empowering communities to start the With One Voice program. Um, and I think this is going to be very essential because we're seeing more and more people with mental health issues, increasing depression, anxiety, abuse, loneliness, social isolation in our communities and I don't think that this problem is going to reverse anytime soon. And so we're going to have to find ways to build more caring, inclusive, supportive communities and work out a way to bridge the, the gap of growing inequality and the people who are being left behind by technology. Yeah. Um, so who typically gets involved with your programs? Like who typically participates and who benefits from it? Well, as I've mentioned, it's like everyone from doctors, lawyers, people like yourself to, um, you know, students and teachers and CEOs and 
retirees and students and I said students really and then it's that whole mix of, of others migrants job seekers older adults young you know youth at risk uh, single mums people from other countries people who are unemployed it's, it's a huge enormous range of people with disabilities as I've mentioned and so on everyone can benefit um, and whereabouts um, in Australia are the programs at the moment or where do you hope to see them as well so we have them in Victoria. We have about, I think it's about maybe about 10 programs in Victoria at the moment. So ranging from Melbourne to Greater Dandenong, um, I think we're starting one in Footscray, Ashburton, St Kilda, Geelong. Uh, we're starting one in Ballarat, Mildura, and then we have them in Sydney and Chatswood, in Canberra, in Brisbane, in Adelaide, and we should be starting one in Perth fairly soon as well, and hopefully Tasmania as well. <laughs> So if people look up um, creativityaustralia.org.au, they can see where the programs are. And, you know, there may be listeners who want to join the programs or recommend other people join them, or there may be listeners who want to actually donate and become supporters of the program. And for just $500 a year, you can, $10 a week, literally, you can change or save someone's life by supporting someone who's disadvantaged in the With One Voice program. Yeah, and I understand you also have an event coming up at the end of the year as well? Yes, indeed. So we're celebrating our 10th anniversary and we have a big concert called With One Big Voice, which is at the Melbourne Town Hall on the 2nd of December at 3pm. And we invite everyone to come and join us and um, sing along. Some incredible, wonderful songs that we'll be singing, um, all sorts of wonderful songs like Hallelujah and songs from the greatest showman and Coldplay and you know all sorts of beautiful songs with many of our choirs will be participating mm -hmm. and of course it will be uh, a wonderful way to celebrate our 10th anniversary and bring the community together and the tickets are very inexpensive I think they're $25 and $15 and they're available on Humanitics which is a wonderful new um, booking ticket booking service that um, gives percentage of booking fees back to two charities so that's a really great booking service or people can contact us at um, www.creativityaustralia.org.au or our phone number which is 03-8679-6088. Yeah and we'll make sure that all those links and um, the phone numbers and everything are up online on our podcast page so people can great. access them as well. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tanya, for coming on to our show this week and uh, having a little bit of a chat with us. It's been wonderful to talk with you. Thank you. And you too. I really appreciate talking with you and your support of our program and our work and come and sing with us. Thank you so much to Tanya for talking to us. And you can find all of our links on our website, brainwaves.org.au on the 3CR website, that's 3cr.org.au slash brainwaves, and on iTunes as well. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.